Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to episode 72 of the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner, and once again, we are concentrating on Red Wing prospects as we take a look at uh, some of the uh, young men that are participating in the Detroit Red Wings development camp here at the Belfort Training Center inside Little Caesars Arena. Today we have conversations with uh, Joe Valeno, Casper Katzkinsalo, and Jack Adams. So a couple of forwards and a defenseman. We begin with Joe Valeno, who was uh, drafted uh, uh, last Friday, a week ago today, uh, in Dallas. Uh, the 2018 draft pick, first round, 30th overall, 6'1", 191 pounds, uh, spent time between St. John and Drummondville in the uh, Quebec uh, Junior uh, Hockey League. In 64 games played, he had 22 uh, goals, 57 assists for 79 points, and he had 48 penalty minutes. And Joe, as many of you know, got exemption status or special exemption status. He began in the Quebec League at 15 years old. It is uh, the first player ever granted exemption status to play at 15 in the Quebec League, and that's where we began our conversation. Here he is, Joe Valeno. I know you keep hearing this over and over and over about the 15-year-old and an exemption. Looking back at it now, you're drafted, you're, in, you're going to be a Red Wing. Good or bad thing that happened to you? Well, I mean, I think it was a good thing. Uh, I mean, you know, you can never predict the future, but uh, obviously, you know, you don't know what it's going to turn out, um, you know, if I didn't get the exceptional status. But, uh, you know, in terms of my opinion, I thought, um, you know, I grew a lot as a person and as a player. Uh, you know, just it was always a goal of mine to, to play in the CHL and to play in the QMJHL, and I guess you know to do it earlier was uh, kind of a challenge for me, and it was something I wanted. So, uh, you know, I really enjoyed that playing against the older guys. So, uh, you know, in the end of the day, I, uh, you know, it's hard not to look back at that decision. But it seemed as you were, and forgive me, dropping on the board, people were using that that status against you. Yeah. I mean, fair or unfair, what would you say to the next 15-year-old that's going to face the, uh, the situation you did? Well, obviously, there's, uh, you know, once you get it, obviously, you got to be prepared for a lot of expectations. Um, you know, obviously, your expectations are not going to be what the other people's are. Um, you know, they're going to think, you know, get 100 points or, um, you know, do this, do that. So, I mean, uh, you know, if you're ready to face it and, um, you know, it's something you got to deal with, too, at the start, obviously, you don't just... You know, when you're granted exceptional status, you're kind of prepared for that, and you know what's going to come. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's up to you. It gets, I guess, it's your decision what you want to do. Uh, you know, my in my opinion, I was something, uh, you know, that I wanted to do to play against older guys and to compete harder. So, again, it's it's all, uh, you know, it's a it's a family thing. You know, it's it's not just your decision. It's uh, you know your family's opinion, uh, age, and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, I guess it's a it's a big picture to look at. Do you put a mark on your back, though? I mean, with a lot of trash talk, a lot of guys look at you like, oh, here's the 15-year-old, let's, uh, let's give him a little test, see, uh, see what he's made out of. Well, yeah, sometimes I've had to face that. Uh, you know, obviously at the start there was a lot of veterans that kind of, you know, looked after me and, uh, you know, not too many guys messed around with me because of that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's going to happen, and I think, you know, a lot of good players, um, you know, face that. Um, you know, it's not just me. I think, you know, there's other guys in, in the hockey world that get that. Uh, you know, you're always going to be, I guess, you know, cheap shotted or, um, you know, getting chirped on. So, uh, you know, best thing to do is try to ignore it and try to just, you know, focus on your game. I knew you're 15 years old. And believe me, I'm not going to keep belaboring on this, but this will be the last question on this. But you're 15 years old. Do you 
do you have to grow up quickly? I mean, my God, you're only 15, you know? I mean, was it, uh, you know, did you, you know, 15 going on 30 by the end of uh, your first year in the uh, Quebec League? No, obviously, obviously it's, you know, never, I guess, the best thing to rush things. Uh, but in my opinion, I thought I was ready to play at a higher level. I mean, I've always played with the, the, the 99 age category, um, you know, summer hockey, uh, you know, U14, U15. So, um, you know, I knew I was able to, to play with them and, uh, you know, if not be better than all of them. So, um, you know, that's why that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to enter the league as a 15-year-old because I knew I was, you know, able to, to, to do the same thing that they were doing and on top of that they were a year older than me. When you were um, sitting there in Dallas and, you know, you, you feel bad when you're at the draft and you have kids are surrounded and they're with their families and, you know, you're slotted maybe to go in one spot and, you know, names are called and none of them are yours what is going through your mind at that time are, are your is your family trying to say don't worry joe everything is going to be okay or were you just quiet and just more reflective uh well obviously uh, you know i wanted to be in a good mood on that day uh, you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and just getting drafted i mean it was something special that i wanted to encounter so um, you know, obviously my family was there, um, you know, cousins, friends, and they were all supporting me. So, uh, you know, in between picks, they'd, you know, crap a couple jokes just to put a smile on my face, even though, you know, deep inside I was a little, um, I guess, disappointed that, um, you know, I started slipping and slipping. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, once, once you had that opportunity to be drafted and, um, you know, I was really lucky enough to be drafted in Detroit too. Um, you know, I know they're in a rebuilding situation and, um, you know, got a lot of younger guys coming up. I think, you know, it's a really good situation I've been put in. So. Uh, you know, looking back at it, I think, you know, it was a good thing, uh, you know, a little bit that I that I slid to Detroit and, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to get an opportunity uh, here sometime. Right, you're kind of reading my mind because, okay, you're a little disappointed, but as soon as you're drafted, I'm sure the disappointment goes away. And then when you look at the situation you find yourself in, being at Red Wings, who need centers, you're thinking, you know what, this probably might be the best situation for me. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's the way I look at it. I think, you know, Sometimes it's never the best situation to go, you know, early as possible. Sometimes, you know, you just want to be uh, slotted into that, you know, perfect team in the right situation, um, you know, that they're in. Um, so, I mean, you know, I've fallen into a good organization. You know, they, they know what they're doing with their players. They develop well. And, um, you know, I'm just really happy to be here. Well, Red Wings obviously need centers, as we've talked about. How would you describe your game to Red Wing fans? What can they look forward to when uh, Joe Valeno steps out on the Little Caesars Arena ice? Well, I think I'm a two-way player, a two-way centerman who chips in offensively and, uh, you know, takes a lot of pride defensively, kind of, um, you know, head on a swivel defensively. Um, obviously, I like to play in different situations all throughout the lineup, uh, penalty kill, power play, and I guess be a little, uh, you know, have a little leadership quality, uh, you know, just with my work ethic and my play, uh, just always going hard every shift. How has camp gone for you so far, development camp? You know, your first pro camp, what's it been like? It's been good. Obviously, the the tempo's been pretty high, and I really like that. Uh, you know, it's it's an honor to be here. You know, uh, finally getting to put on a an NHL uh, you know jersey. So uh, I'm really happy, and I'm taking it all in. You know, I know you've only been here for four days, but have you developed any relationships with some of the other fellas? I know some of them probably have been opponents. Now, even though you might be opponents again someday, but you're kind of all on the same team. Yeah, some of the guys, obviously, you know, as the days go on here, you're you're starting to know a bit, you know, more of the guys a bit more, and uh, starting to know what they're like. So, uh, they're great guys here. You know, they're they're really mature. They, um, you know, they're they're fun to be around, and um, you know, everything everything that's going on at this camp has been, um, you know, a real treat.
How much did you play against Zadina? Did you play against him much? Is there anything you can tell us about him? Because, I mean, they were surprised that, that Philip dropped to them, but they were really surprised that you dropped to him, they being the Red Wings. But, uh, you know, Zadina seems like uh, he and you, I mean, you have to have two guys in the first round. It looks like Detroit made out pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I got to, to see him a few times this year and play against him when I was in St. John. Uh, we're in the same division, so I got a pretty good look at him. Obviously, you know, he's a gifted player. He's, you know, a scorer. He knows where to be on the ice. He, he works hard. He's competitive, and, you know, he wants to, he wants to impress. So, uh, you know, he's a great player, and uh, hopefully one day I can get that opportunity to, to play on the same line at him. See, I kind of envision you being gifted at center and being a great passer, just feeding him the puck and letting him score. It, 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 do you have the same vision I do? Or? Yeah, that's something, uh, you know, I pictured a little bit in my mind, too. Uh, you know, we're, we're two different players, but, you know, if we, if we work with each other and work with our skills together, I think we can be a pretty dangerous uh, duo. And, uh, you know, we've always wanted to play with one of the, one of the, one of the other. Um, so, you know, uh, hopefully one day we get that chance here in Detroit. Joe, have they given you a little bit of feedback what the next step is for you? You know, I, I guess I'm under the assumption you're going back to Drummondville and, uh, you know, having a great season there. And uh, then the next step would probably be giving yourself a legitimate shot at making the Red Wings next year? Or are you saying, hey, what are you talking about, dude? I'm out to make the Red Wings this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm out here to, to make it this year. You know, I don't... I didn't just come here to uh, to kind of just go with the flow. I you know I want to impress as well and you know um, you know earn a spot. So uh, you know that's going to do the best I can. And you know if, if something um, you know happens that I return to junior, you know I'm going to know what I have to do over there. Kind of you know dominate the the, the league and um, you know develop as a player and be ready for next year. But you know my main my main focus is obviously to, to earn a spot this year on the Red Wings. Um, what do you think of Detroit? I mean, have you been able to spend much time uh, uh, here? You're getting a little bit of a lay of the land. Do you know that this area is definitely huge fan base, Red Wing obsessed? Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Um, you know, obviously they, they got a, a historic record. Um, you know, they've been here for a long time and the fans are always behind them. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited to be here. You know, Detroit's a, a great city. You know, it's it's coming along pretty well and they got a you know amazing facility here. Um, and, you know, I'm really happy to be a part of that. Um, one final question. When you look at this whole experience, you know, from the time you were 15 to getting your name called to being here in Detroit, what's what's going through your mind right now? Yeah, it's just happening so fast. Obviously, you know, I can remember the first, my first time, you know, putting on the, the St. John Sea Dogs uniform on draft day, uh, like if it was yesterday. So, you know, everything's just going by so fast, and it's it's you know it's 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 hard to take it all in at once too. Um, but, you know, it's all part of the process and, um, you know, I'm not the only one facing this. So there's other people, um, you know, with me on this. And, um, you know, again, it's just a dream come true. You know, you're finally getting a little closer to your dream and playing in the NHL. So I'm really, um, you know, looking forward to that. Yeah, certainly family is very important. And it really sounds like you have a great support staff in place. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, you know, they've been with me since day one. They've helped me become who I am today. They made a lot of sacrifices for me. And I'm really grateful for that. And, um, you know, really uh, lucky to have those those kind of parents, uh, you know, supporting me. So, um, you know, a lot of the credit goes out to them for, uh, you know, obviously uh, being here today. Right. You know, I'm, I'm real philosophical. I mean, seriously, your parents knew you before you knew yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've known me, uh, you know, my whole life and they know, uh, you know, what I'm like, what I like to do. And, uh, you know, they just they're the best people who, who, who know everything about me.
what do you like to do? I mean, besides play hockey. Well, I like to always be outdoors. I mean, I'm not a big video game guy or stay indoor guy. I always like to, you know, be active in, in sports. So I like to go play basketball. I like to play soccer. Um, you know, hang out with family and friends. Um, you know, just kind of spend time with other people. Uh, you know, just being around other people. It's, um, you know, I like being around that atmosphere. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you, once you become a Red Wing, you know, the Pistons play here too, the basketball yeah. team. They put the court down. You'll be practicing here at the Belfort Center. Will you go out on the court and try to dunk a basketball? Can you dunk a basketball? I don't think I'm there yet, um, but you know, definitely uh, trying to work on that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like playing basketball. It's a, you know, it's a fun sport. It's entertaining. Besides uh, playing hockey, it's um, you know, it's always good to, to to try different sports and play different sports. So why not? Joe, congratulations on being drafted by the Red Wings. Welcome to Detroit and. Uh, Good luck in your long and prosperous Red Wing career. Thank you. Thanks a lot. As you can tell, Joe is a very focused and uh, at, at the very worst projected to be a third-line center, but he is certainly going to play for the Red and White someday. Up next is a, a player by his own admission uh, considers himself a bit of a project, yet because he uh, is about to enter his sophomore year at Union College, he is a player that uh, uh, knows, much like David Pope, that he has four years to impress the Red Wings in. And that is 2017 six-round draft pick, uh, picked 162nd overall. Jack Adams. Jack is a, uh, a strapping young man. He's six foot five, 204 pounds. Uh, his first year in Union as a true freshman, four goals, nine assists, 13 points, and 10 penalty minutes. And Jack from the Boston area, very big Patriots fan. And we began with, of all things, the Super Bowl. Here's Jack Adams. Jack, great to see you again. Uh, I guess my first question to you, have you recovered from the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't believe so. Our team's pretty uh, mixed. We have a ton of Giants fans, uh, a lot of Eagles fans, a lot of Dallas, but not many Patriots, so all the boys kind of team up on me and give me a lot of crap for it. But, I mean, we had a good team coming back, I hope, but yeah, I'm still definitely not over that one. As long as Tom Brady's there, you always have a chance, right? You're a Michigan guy, too, so you understand it. But I'm actually, uh, that sounds crazy, but I've actually followed his, uh, his training regimen and all of his workouts and his diet. I think that's actually helped me a ton physically. There's a training place called the TV 12 Sports Center in Foxborough, yeah. which has, like, all the band workouts and the, the, all the diet and the hydration aspect that I've actually visited and got a lot of information from, so it sounds like crazy, but it actually has helped my hockey a ton, I think. As you, you can tell by looking at me, I'm very into diet as well. I mean, is this like, is it a plant-based diet? Is yeah, it's all, it's, it's like... That's 80, what his wife like, turned him like, on. Yeah, it's like 75% veggies and fruits and plants and then little carbs. I, I need I need carbs because I'm trying to, you know, get more calories and fill out, but a lot of it's the hydration part. I'm trying to, like, drink, like, half my body weight each day, which sounds crazy, but I'm just constantly hucking water down and I mean, it's helped me. I have way more energy. I'm sleeping better. I feel better, less stressed out. So, I mean, I feel great. So, now, how long have you been doing the, uh, the, the let's call it, for lack of a better term, the Brady-based diet? Probably started uh, right after our season started. I tried it in the fall, but it was hard because I didn't really, like, understand all the gifts, all the uh, ups and downs of it because I was, I was losing a little bit of weight, but I realized that that was all, like, fat that I was losing. And I started, like, really committing to it this spring. Uh, I, cut my, I cut a lot of my body fat down. And uh, I got more lean. I feel just dramatically better on the ice. Did uh, did you t have you told Lisa about it at all? Lisa yeah, I have. Yeah, she's actually helped me out a ton. I probably talk to her like once a week all year, and she's oh, really? she sends me supplements and sends. I have uh, stuff in my chest going on with my uh, 
I had this thing called gastritis, and she was sending me like supplements, all this stuff that maybe back to normal in a week. So she's been great for me. Well, then, well, that's that's great. Let's uh, let's move forward, and we'll get to Union. But uh, this second year here at development camp, do you feel like uh, a grizzled veteran out there? Yeah, I, are you I, more, I do you have a comfort level? Or? I definitely feel more developed. I mean, I think my skating has definitely come a long way. I think I did pretty good in the testing the last few days, but. I think the biggest thing is having those relationships that from, you know, when you're coming in there as a new guy, you don't know anybody, so you're just trying to fit in. But I think when you come back, you can go first in the drills and hang out with the guys and definitely, like, have more of a swagger out there on the ice and not be so timid out there. So I think definitely come back and having a relationship with Horkoff and Cleary and Tyler Wright, it's definitely uh, helped me tremendously coming back from the second year. You know, it looked like you and Casper have a bit of a relationship but was it getting a little nasty out there yeah the first days. yeah he actually he goes to BU and I played against him in Sioux Falls so definitely kind of rivals team wise but he's a great guy and that's all I love out there where both of us are competitive guys and both are make each other better so I mean he and I are really close and I'm definitely uh, happy to be in the same organization as him you know last year going back to the red and white game I think you had two assists yeah and I remember you played well you, you had speed and you had that nose for the net and I was standing there, I don't know if I was talking to you or Tyler Wright, but he came up to you and said, wow, you have some speed out there, you know? And you told him, hey, look, I'm quicker than I think. Is that because you're such a large person? I think, I think, I think my whole life I've always uh, just been told I'm slow, my, my, my skating. And then I come here and I do the test. not trying to sound arrogant, but the testing, I'm always coming one of the top few guys in the numbers-wise. So I think i got to trust my speed and tell myself in my mind that I'm faster than all my knacks always been hey you're slow like you can't skate you're bigger but I think it is I gotta use my long legs to my advantage and use that long stride because I'm, I am fast I'm not slow anymore and I definitely I just got to keep working on it obviously but I think I'm definitely going the right direction because like like I said Horkoff and Cleary came and watched me a bunch this year and they told me like hey you can skate so just trust yourself out there and same with Coach Bennett at Union so I'm just definitely trying to uh, prove everyone out there that I can skate and I can be an effective player with my speed. Uh, you know, I know we talked about this last year, and I'm jumping around a little bit, but my favorite story still about you is is that you had no idea the Red Wings drafted you because they used your God-given name John Adams instead of Jack. Not one person has literally ever called me John, ever, besides, like, the airports once in a while or passports, stuff like that. So I call, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the TV, and I have no idea what's going on. I hear my mom screaming. I'm like, okay, well, something must be going on, and then... My advisor calls me, he's like, hey, are you pumped? I'm like, why would I be excited? He's like, hey, you just got drafted. And I was like, no way. <laughs> got a call from Hork like five minutes later and the rest is history. But I, honest to God, no one ever calls me John, ever. So I was definitely shot in the water. But you have, you know, in Detroit, you know, obviously John Adams, obviously president and all that stuff. But, but Jack Adams is the name to have here in Detroit since he was, you know, such an integral part in the Red Wings history. So. Is that is actually kind of funny to say? Because they actually just introduced me to uh, Ted Ted Lindsay, I think his yeah, name is. Right. Oh, yes. he, he knew who I was and knew my name and everything. I thought that was kind of special. And we talked for like five minutes, and he was like almost like not honored, but like shocked that there was another Jack Adams in the system. Right. Yeah. Ted was not a big fan of Jack Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's a big fan of yours, but the, but that Jack Adams and he, the, they they kind of uh, uh, bristled each other, shall we say? Hopefully, I can uh, change that relationship then. But he, he's yeah, he's just got. And Tyler Wright just told me that he's 93 years old and it's got a workout in. So I think I don't know if it's a shot at me or if it's like trying to motivate me, but it's crazy that he's still going at that age. Well, if you if you go in the wings room, you know his name is on. Yeah, he has a nameplate. He has his own locker. So. That's our team name here too this week. Team Lindsay. That's right. That's right. You are part of Team Lindsay. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Union College. Uh, I talked to Rick Bennett, your coach. Um, 
what he said, and, and I used it, I, I don't know if you read the story by the Numbers Prospects I wrote about you, but he said, okay, there were a few times where we sat Jack down, meaning you were a healthy scratch. He goes, he didn't like it. But you know what, if he did like it, I don't think that's the type of player that the Detroit Red Wings would want, which I think is an excellent quote, by the way. So that does talk to your character. What was the adjustment like to play at Union? I mean, I, I think Coach Bennett's the first guy to tell you he's not the easiest to play for. I mean, I think he's the best coach for me, development-wise, and I love his style and him as a person, him as a coach, and we have that, honest to God, like father-son relationship where he and I can talk about anything, and he's there for me personally and hockey-wise. But in the very beginning, you know, getting scratched, it was tough because you go from junior and having all that success with Coach K. Reeds is hard as hell on me, but he's also, you know, praising me more and playing me first line power play. Then I get to Union, and four games into it, my number is in the stands, and it was it was devastating. I just didn't know how to react to it. And there's right. sometimes I probably acted immaturely and went to his office, and it got heated. He and I were yelling, and I'm not going to get into the logistics of it, but I mean, I think that's the kind of passion you want, and I I think he's right. If you didn't care, then I think you're playing the wrong sports. So, I mean, definitely. I know how to handle it better now, and hopefully I won't experience that again. But, I mean, I think that kind of shows the kind of passion I have and also the passion he has that we're both giving it back to each other. So. Well, I, I think, and to kind of piggyback on that, as long as you speak your mind. And that's what he you wants. Kind of, you, but you kind of release it. You let it go, and then you you move on. Think, you, know, you don't keep it yeah, right. Like I said, I think I definitely was a little maybe immature in the beginning knowing how to handle it because it's, it's an adjustment. But I think uh, learning, like in the spring, he and I would meet once a week to see how I was doing personally and classes and he wants you to speak your mind he's always honest that's the one thing with coach Bennett he's always honest with you even if you don't want to hear it it's better to get the truth than falsehood so sometimes I don't want to hear it but then I know how to handle it now and he's all he, he wants you to prove him wrong so if he tells you you're doing something wrong and you're sitting on the stands and the next week on Monday in practice you go in there and make a nice play and do what he wants you and he's gonna be the first one to tell you that hey good job so he's not just trying to screw you he's trying to help you out and make you a better player in the long run well it's good that you have such a great relationship with your head coach and obviously at the collegiate level at any level it's very important to have if not a great relationship at least an understanding with yeah. your coach. Uh, we know you're going back to Union uh, next season. I am curious because the Red Wings have four seasons, four years to actually sign you because you're a collegiate. Do you look at a fellow like David Pohl, who really came on the last couple of years, probably wasn't on the Red Wings radar screen like yourself, first couple of years of college? Do you look at him as kind of incentive and see yeah. that as long as you keep progressing, you know, the, the reality of playing here in Detroit is a real, is a real I, yeah, reality. I, I think for me, you ask Coach, he's he's known me since I was in 7th, 8th grade because we have that relationship. Uh, I've always kind of had an adjustment year where I've kind of struggled and I've always responded well. So I think that's my, my path here at Union. I think that was definitely important to, uh, you know, learn the defensive side of the game, the 200-foot game. and how to be mature off the ice handling class, but now I can go back having that year of experience under my belt and you know, kind of not take off, but just keep making progress each year because I have three years to do it. And I think that, like you said, Pulper, he's been a great role model for me and he and I actually kept in touch all year and were really close. So he told me that, you know, his for even his second year, he had six points where his first year he had like 15. So it's not about your first, your second, it's about your third and fourth year and really how you develop. And that's when it, that's when it really matters. But I think for me, I just got to focus on next year and take that by stride. We had a really good team coming back, and we had a chance to win the whole thing, I think. So we just got to really just work each day at practice in the fall and hopefully have a good start. When you uh, look at the timeline in, in your goals, and we know you want to be here um, uh, in Detroit, have the Red Wings given you any kind of feedback here in year two, or do you think that that comes tomorrow after the red and white game is over? 
I think we have exit meetings today, but I think for me, I think they've always looked at me as a long-term prospect, and I think they know to me how important my degree is to my family and I, and I think that's so important. I think that I mean, my philosophy has always been, if you're going to go to college, why not just finish and get your degree, because after hockey, you know, you need that background with you, and I love Union College, and I have so many, some of my best friends there, like I met my best friend Sean Harrison this year, he's a freshman with me, and we're roommate next year, and I love guys like him. I got Cole Meyer, a senior captain, Ryan Scarf this year. So I have so many good friends, and I just love everything that goes on at Union. And a lot of I want to leave. And I have such a good experience. And I think that the next three years are going to be a blast, and especially playing for Coach Bennett. I think once he's done with me in my senior year, I think I'll really be ready physically and mentally as well. So I mean, it's, I don't want to rush it. I just want to focus on next year. And so they haven't really talked about the future. They just want me to focus on the present <laughs> because they know how important next year is. If you're like most American college students, uh, you switch your major like. 40 or 50 times before you decide on one. Where are you leaning? What what, what, what do you want to major in? Um, <coughs> balancing between history and political science right now. Really? I want to be a politician? You're from Massachusetts. I don't You'd know if it's a politician, but I, I wouldn't mind being like part of the media maybe. Something. Really? I, I, I love that. I actually, uh, <coughs> believe it or not, I used to write a blog for the Patriots and used to... Uh, How old were you? So I was all through high school and then my first year in Fargo and then my second year I was like, hey, I'm just going to focus on hockey. And, <coughs> But it's, I, I actually love the right, and Union's a liberal arts school, so it's a ton of papers and stuff. And I'm actually really active in following the political, as toxic as it is. I love following all the current events around the world and seeing all the different governments, legislatures, how they work. And the history is why I love worrying about the history of the United States and how the country was formed and stuff like that. So. Well, I'll tell you what, Jack. I mean, I know you're going to be busy with hockey and with school, but... Maybe you can uh, do a blog or two for DetroitRedWings.com just to check in. Let us know yeah, how love the season's to going. Let me know. I'd be happy to do it. Oh, we, we, I, I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a deal, my friend. All We're right, shaking awesome. hands. You can't see this on the podcast. You can't. We just shook hands. Um, all right, one final question. You excelled at the red and white uh, scrimmage last year up in Traverse City. You're now, um, tomorrow, Saturday, the big red and white. I mean, do you look at this as this – do you approach it where – I just have to play my game and I'll be fine, or do you want to leave some sort of impression? I think you're always going to make an impression. I think they kind of know the kind of player I am by now, a year and a half, into my, two years into my uh, experience with Detroit. So I don't really think I'm going to put too much pressure on it. It's another game out there. Obviously, you're going to try to do your best, but I'm not looking at it like, hey, i got to go score three or four points. I just want to play a good, sound, 100-foot game and show my attributes, which is you know goal scoring, playmaking, using my size and my agility, and also trying to get a little win so screw the guys on their side want to definitely take it to them and get the two points so jack it's a pleasure it's yeah. good seeing you again. always good you, seeing you, you too. know i i appreciate it uh, best of luck at, at, at union and i'm looking forward to that blog awesome great talking to you man jack very focused to get his education and he takes everything seriously his studies and his hockey career he's a young man if he progresses uh, uh like the red wings hope that he could someday obviously uh, help the Red Wings in their quest to retain Lord Stanley's Cup. Up next, Casper Kotkinsalo. Uh Casper was drafted last year in the 2017 draft, third-round draft pick, 71st overall. He uh, hails from Finland. Uh, he played at Boston University last year in 40 games as a true freshman on the blue line. Two goals, four assists, six total points. He had 22 penalty minutes. Casper stands 6'2", 196. Six pounds, a very affable young man. He left his native Finland to uh, play in the USHL for a year, uh, just so he could adapt to the smaller ice surface. And on a BU team that was loaded, 
He was uh, a, a regular defenseman, saw top six action, and uh, which was very, very impressive. So for Casper, we talk about his NCAA tournament game against the University of Michigan. So that's where we begin. Here's Casper Katzkonsalo. Casper, uh, freshman year, you played on a, a BU team that was stacked, but I've got to be really upfront for you. I root for you each and every game except one. All right. That was against Michigan. Not I wanted that. you to do well, no. but I'm very happy Michigan won, so I hope you won't hold that against yeah, me. Yeah, no, that, that is fine. That's fine. I get that. <laughs> they were the better team, right? <sighs> Not going to admit that one, but uh, they were that game. They were that game. I wish that's one of those games you just wish you could get back, but, I mean, they deserve to win that game for sure. You probably knew that a bunch of Red Wing fans were watching that game, very aware that you're – Red Wing prospect, but they were probably rooting against you. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Michigan always roots for Michigan. That's the way it's supposed to go. Well, and now let's get this out of the way before we really concentrate on hockey. Yep. It seems that I know it, it's a friendly rivalry, but a hatred on the ice. Do you think you can have any influence someday once you play here in Detroit, beginning your Red Wing career, maybe not drafting so many sweets? Yeah, I mean, I, I was just telling telling the guys here, like, what what is going on here? Like, how many did we get? Three three new ones. They have their own own clan here, the Swedish clan, and uh, I'm I'm happy we got Otto, even one fin Finnish guy, to uh, unite with me. So, so, uh, but yeah, that's definitely something the Red Wings have to improve on. And one <laughs> no. final before we get into that, yeah. I want to ask you, how's your own personal chef, your mother, doing? Oh, very good, very good. She, uh, I actually got to bring back some some recipes from here, but she, she's doing very well. I, I can't wait to get. I actually haven't seen her in a while. I spent the summer in Boston, so uh, I really can't wait to uh, get some home cooked meals. From so, yeah, so what is the next step after this? I know you have the red and whites uh, game tomorrow. Do you, yeah. Are you able to go home then for a so, little so while? So yeah, I'll, I'll go to Boston uh, just to pick up my stuff basically from there, and then I'll go uh, go back home for a couple months and go back to uh, Boston in September. You know, you found a regular spot as a true freshman on that BU team that was loaded. You played with Brady Kachuk. I mean, you had yeah. the blue line was a veteran blue line. Yeah. Yet, were you happy with the way that your first year turned out? I mean, yes and no. I, I was very happy that I, I played every game. Uh, first of all, I, I was very happy. I knew we had like the seven drafted defensemen there, and and uh, I, I like I knew coming into the year I had to fight for a spot and earn every bit of ice time uh, I got and I, I was very glad I got the amount of ice time uh, but still I mean it was a freshman year it was hard a very very hard year but uh, for sure things things I want to improve for uh, sophomore year but like overall I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with it. What was the biggest adjustment I mean going to class was probably a bit of an adjustment as too and you know obviously BU is a really good school yeah. but hockey wise? Hockey wise uh, I mean, I'm glad I got the USHL a year before that. I, I really think it, it was good. But I mean, just the obvious, like guys are bigger and, and faster and stronger, that, that was it. But uh, I don't know, there's just like, the, the better players are much better. The better players actually play in the NHL already during the year. We had like a lot of Northeastern guys, the first line all signed right. to NHL and played even in the NHL. So like, it, that's also a very nice thing about college hockey, like how close it is, I think, to the NHL. And uh, just playing against those like top guys uh, was for sure different because they actually were NHL players, basically. So. Well, well, you know, I, I mean, 
you and I know Philip Larson, the goaltender from, from unfortunately Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you made the decision to actually leave home to leave Finland, yeah. so you could acclimate your game to the to, to the uh, small ice surface. And I guess what you're saying, it really did pay off uh, your first year at PU. Yeah. Yeah. No. So like that's the basically the only reason I wanted to go to USHL. Like BU was already interested in me before like uh, I went came to the states, and uh, but I just wanted to like. Uh, kind of lay a foundation for college. I learned the language a little bit better in Sioux Falls, and uh, for sure helped me in classes and 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 everything, and for sure the style of play too. When you uh, look at uh, this training camp, this development camp, as opposed to last year, do you feel like a veteran? Do you, do you have a comfort level? Obviously, you're always trying to prove yourself, but. You kind of know exactly what this is about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Because like last last year, I came in with like a bunch of questions. I had no idea what's it gonna be, and and it's very similar as uh, last year this camp. And and uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I feel like a veteran, but for sure, I I know I'm in the right place, and and uh, I'm I'm not nearly as nervous as I was uh, last time. What? Uh, how different? Is it being down here in Detroit as yeah. opposed to Traverse City? I mean, I I've loved it. The facilities like keep amazing me. Every every morning I go to breakfast, it's it's like like my mother's <laughs> like my mother's food. So so uh, so uh, that's one thing I really really liked about it. And 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 yeah, the facilities are, I mean, I unbelievable. You know, yeah. I know from talking to Red Wing officials, they have you projected to be a Red Wing someday. Yeah. Uh, I know that they look at you as a sound defensively, good two-way player, but I'm sure like, if they look at maybe where they would like to see maybe a bit of improvement, and I know you would too, is it offensively, is it difficult, or are, are you just happy just being that stay-at-home guy? No, I mean, I for sure want to bring bring more uh, offense. I feel like that comes a little bit with the confidence and, and uh, maybe going going. Uh, Going to my uh, next year, like sophomore year, I, I, I really want to bring bring more uh, offense and and uh, I mean I, I think I have it in me. I, I know I have it in me. I just uh, kind of have to find find that confidence again and into the offensive play. You know, it, it, how difficult is it to transition? You know, you know, being an American, we kind of take for granted, you know, the college system yeah. and you know this country and North American culture, yeah. but. You know, you're from a, a country that's supremely talented, as we know in hockey. Yeah. He won all those world championships and all yeah. that stuff. But how difficult was the, the the transition, just leaving home and being in America? Uh, I mean, it is tough, and it's it still is tough. Like I I I, I miss home. I I miss I miss. Uh, there's like it kind of goes in waves. Like uh, usually, like after being three months. Uh, in the states, like then, then it kind of hits me. Like, oh, I, I really would like to see my brother and and uh, my family and that kind of stuff. And then it goes off, and maybe Christmas time, if I can't go back home, then I'll start missing them again. But like, it goes in waves. But I, I mean, I'm glad we can FaceTime them. And and now that Boston is actually a good spot to uh, my parents to visit and my family to visit. So I, I, I was very glad they uh, came three times. I think over the course of the year. So that so was really nice. Really, they, they almost have to come visit you because of your schedule. You basically are North America based, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think next Christmas that there's no World Juniors, I'll go home. But other than that, they I mean, they, I mean, they love Boston, so they have really no issue uh, uh, coming there. Even my brother got to come, uh, even though he, he's a hockey player too. So he has a kind of a tight schedule too. But he got to visit once. 
what kind of feedback have the Red Wings given you now? Are they giving you like a, a bit of a timeline? Do you expect maybe much like David Pope that you're going to uh, and Jack Adams, uh, uh, who's at Union? You, you, do you look at it as like a like three more years at BU, or do you nothing against BU? And you, yeah. I know you want to get an education that you'd like to maybe make the transition uh, I mean, a little quicker. Uh, it's all about like how I feel like. It, you, I can't really predict it, but if whenever I feel ready, like I want to be, I want to feel ready when I'm I'm gonna make the step. But I I don't have any issue leaving early if if that is the case for me. When you uh, look at tomorrow's red and white uh, scrimmage, you know you're going back to BU, obviously as a sophomore. Do you feel that just play my game, everything will be okay, or or, or do you know that for some of these guys, this might be their last look? So you think you think it's going to be more of where. You have something to prove, or do you? Are, are you you're just, as I said, a little more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm actually more excited to. Uh, I know the other team has a very good first line, uh, Zadina, Rasmussen, and Smith. So, uh, actually, I'm just excited to hopefully get as many shifts against those guys, and uh, just challenge myself that way. I think that's kind of what I do, and what Red Wings expect me to do uh, to play against top lines and. Uh, I mean, hopefully get many shifts against them and prove like I can do that because they're all elite players. Have you, you haven't been out on the ice at the same time with those three. I mean, those are really high-end forwards. Uh, what do you expect? What have you seen or uh, how the report's been? Uh, you know, Rasmussen, everyone is, is under the assumption, including me, that he's made the team. Yeah. Zadina has a good shot. Yeah. And if uh, Giovanni plays well in Grand Rapids, yeah. he could be a Red Wing very, very soon. Yeah. So do you... Do you then, are you focused, you're going to know when they're on the ice and... Oh yeah, for sure, like talents like that, you you, you got to know, like that's what I learned also in college this year, like you you have to know who you're playing against and uh, and I mean, Teddy and I have played uh, several times actually uh, in Team Finland and I know he's a very slippery guy, you can like, you basically can't give him a shot uh, like because he, he will score and and Rasmussen and, and Smith I haven't played since they play uh, in the Canadian Hockey League but uh, I've obviously seen them on ice and big bodies and and so I mean I, I just hope to get as many shifts against them as possible. Casper you're a free freewheeling kind of guy you know you're you know fun loving guy you know you love everything about you you're kind of a <laughs> renaissance man as, yeah. we, <laughs> as, as, as we all know are you having a good time or are you having fun oh yeah oh yeah it's, it's so uh, yeah i haven't seen these guys almost in a year now and and it's it's good to be back i i made some relationships last year and and it's good to see see those guys again and and, and seeing all the facilities and i feel like I'm just trying to soak every everything in, like present Lisa's presentations and the yoga and everything. Just like all around, trying to get a better athlete, and I'm very excited of the the process. Have you reached the point where you're going to reach across the aisle and maybe shake a Swedish player's hand? I think I think I'm ready to make that step if they are too. <laughs> no. It's gotta be mutual, yeah, right? Yeah. You're not gonna initiate it, but if it happens, it happens. Yeah, no, I've I've uh, I've actually I've been nice to them. I've I've actually I can speak a little Swedish myself. I don't like to admit that often, but I can I can I can speak it a little, so uh I've I've exchanged a couple of words with them already, so Casper, it's great seeing you. Best of luck. Thanks. All right. So there you have it. Three very, very uh, high-end prospects for the Detroit Red Wings. Very impressive young men. We certainly wish them the best. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening to uh, Joe Valeno. 
Casper Kakansalo, and of course, Jack Adams. Uh, we'll be back again uh, next time on the Red and White Authority. We hope to talk to uh, some more prospects, and also Ben Simon, the new head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins, who is running Red Wings Development Camp. Until then, everyone have a safe and pleasant one. I'm Art Regner. This is the Red and White Authority.